Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Rostentations podcast. We're rolling into episode numero nine. Uh, if you didn't recognize the intro there, that is International Players Anthem, parentheses, I Choose You, from UGK and Outcast. This is a classic, classic song that I actually learned quite a bit about when I was going through this album, or going through this song. Uh, UGK, obviously, the Underground Kings and Outcast, Big Boy and Andre 3000 come together for two of the biggest duos in hip-hop Um coming together on a track from 2007. Um, We'll get into it much deeper in a little bit, but I wanted to first thank everybody who's been listening to the podcast. Um, We've crossed well into 100 downloads, and we're getting into double digits on every single episode. I've actually been able to pull some analytics off the show, and we're actually getting some great feedback. We're getting double-digit devices. We're getting people listening to the majority of every single episode. I really appreciate you guys sticking through it. Again, I would love to have more guests on, have people come join and be a part of the show because this is going to be really exciting. This is going to be fun. So if you do want to be a guest, please hit me up. I know I sent in a call on Instagram, but again, you can hit me up on any of my social media handles at rossell 64 if you'd like to be on the show and do a guest spot. Happy to talk about any sort of um, hip-hop, any sort of song that you like, and we'll break it down. We'll have some fun. Um, but again, we're on to episode number nine, actually. It's not even number eight. Number eight's come around the corner. This is episode nine. And yeah, this is, you know, I, I got inspired. Listen, last week, Valentine's Day, obviously, big romantic holiday, lots of excitement and lovey-dovey and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I thought, why not do a song that, uh, I think most people ass- would not think of in this manner, and uh, frankly, that's the case because it's well. One, there's a man named Pimp C on it. He's not exactly the uh, saint of Valentine. He's not really talking about the times of Valen either. So, I wanted to get into it. But one of the reasons I actually liked it is because someone was talking about this song. Uh, I was having a conversation about weddings and things like that, and someone was saying that International Players Anthem is an underrated song to play during a wedding. And I think it's I think it's because a lot of people don't understand what's happening in the song. They hear the the dulcet tones of um, the choir behind Andre 3000 um, and Pimp C and Bun B. And even though Big Boy drops a lot of the beat, they think it they think that's what it's about. And you see the music video. It essentially starts with a little the like, I don't know what to call it. It's kind of like the. 1990s graphic on the front with the two little doves holding the rings. Uh, the opening scene, image is Mr. and Mrs. Andre Benjamin, welcome to a wedding made in heaven. And that's probably the last point of this song that should ever be played at a wedding. This song is all about pimping. It's all about getting your bitch to stay in line. And it is all about... It's all, all it's really interesting. It's old school hip-hop masquerading as a palatable, fun thing that can play on the radio that gets super popular. And, and I want to talk a lot about, I want to talk about pimping. I want to talk about cl- the clothing. This whole video has so much, and song has so much flavor to it. Um, but we'll get into it. Anyway, International Players Anthem, I Choose You, UGK Outcast, released in June 6, 2007, right after my birthday. And it comes from the fifth studio album for UGK Underground Kings. Now, this video that came out a little bit later is the last video that Pimpsey was ever featured in prior to his unfortunate passing, R.I.P. Pimp C, 
in December of that same year. And it's crazy because this is one of this is probably one of the songs that I think, while UGK obviously has many hits, this is probably one that had the most widespread uh, adoption by its very, um, I mean, just in the general world. You know, we talked about E-40 in a previous episode. And E-40, while he's had songs that have hit the widespread uh, rapport, the widespread recognition that a person of his quality has, I think a lot of that's similar with UGK. People who are very into rap know UGK, and they love them, and they are they have a huge fan base, don't get me wrong. Bun B is still super popular, um, and Pimp C even after his passing. But this song had the crossover appeal that got so many people into it that I think it's... That's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it, because I don't think Underground Kings, literally by their own name, they don't want you to know that they're a in this mainstream they're an underground king and no that's not a rat king although i can imagine if a rat king was at the event he'd fit in based on the amount of fur being worn throughout the entire 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 video but that's just a pimp game you know pimps pimps gotta wear they gotta wear that chilla they gotta wear that sable they gotta wear that mink it's an insane premise but yeah so this this song comes along it's very interesting because the song was originally made where underground kings pimp c he was in prison and he heard this song from Project Pat uh, laying down smack and he loved the beat so much that he wanted to rap on the exact same beat and make part of it and he recognized that Sony didn't push it because Project Pat went to prison as well and when Pimp C was able to get on the track he said we have to make this song we got to be a part of it and Bun B his own partner was like I don't think this is a good idea we we shouldn't get right on top of it we I know you love Project Pat Pimp C's favorite rapper is Project Pat one of his favorites and he's like I want to be part of this I got to do this we can't rap on and Bun B's like we can't rap on another dude's song we can't just take it that's people are going to go crazy and it didn't really matter uh, Pimp C pushed this through and you could tell it was a it was like a passion project for him because it's a song like I said masquerading as a beautiful wedding song all about hardcore pimping uh, street stalking, hitting the corner, red light, Amsterdam, all that kind of shit. Like that's, this is a, this is a classy prostitution song. I just, that is the best way to describe it. It's a classy prostitution. It's that six inch heel chick on the corner. You go, wow, you could, you, you could be, this is the Richard Gere, pretty woman style song. It's, it's, it's essentially Andre 3000 in his first verses talking about retiring his pimp game. And we're going to, we're going to play you a bit of that in a second here. So um, let's, well, you know, why don't we get into that? Usually I talk for a bit more, but I want to get into the song. So let's, let's try that here for a sec here. So I typed a text to a girl I used to see saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be. And I apologize if this message gets you down. Then I CC'd every girl that I'd CC round town and hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smiling. Wetness all around me, true, but I'm no island. Peninsula, maybe. Makes no sense. I know crazy. Give up all this pussy cat that's in my lap. No looking back. Spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip as quick as they can. The atmosphere is now ripped. I'm so like a pip. I'm glad it's night. So the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum when I shoot the moon. Hide, jump the broom like a preemie out the womb. My partner yelling, too soon. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some litter. You sure on the subject? You sure? Fuck it. You know we got your back like chiropractic. If that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent. Now hurry, hurry. Go on to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. Play your part. Hold up. So... 
international players anthem, you probably just listen and I go, oh, that's really sweet. That's talking about Andre 3000 giving up his pimp game, becoming a taken man. He's in the video. He's preparing to get married. He's putting on a kilt because apparently he has Scottish in his family. And he has all his friends, groomsmen who aren't really dressed for the occasion. Uh, Bun B is just wearing like a white jacket and a hat. And the rest of his friends are just like dressing around, sitting, goofing off. And it's actually, this is like a loaded cast for this video. This video must have been amazing to film for so many reasons. And the first is even, the video has cameo appearances from Bishop Don Magic Wand, classic pimp. If you don't know the bishop, this guy, he wears, he takes Don Cherry's suit game into a whole nother level. Anyway, Bishop Don Magic Wand, 3-6 Mafia, who were on the remix, another uh, rap group. So that's even more levels to that. Chameleonaire, T-Pain, Fonsworth Bentley, David Banner, Cardinal Official... Nicole Ari Parker, Big Gip, and D. Ray Davis. It's a essentially just a big party, but it's like they threw a fake wedding, in again to hide the fact that the song is really about pimping. Like you, you hear some of these lyrics coming from Andre 3000, saying that he's you know telling texts and he's ceasing every girl around town that he's found the one for him. He's giving up everything. He's surrounding. There's so many women around him that he could have, but he's settling down. He's becoming the peninsula and connecting to land, connecting to that wedded life. And you can't even get through half his verse until even in the music video, it's essentially, he's talking about his friends telling him, don't do it, read some stuff, get back into it, you can get back to pimping, you're giving it all up, the life of pimping. And, you know, it's interesting because when I was thinking of a song to do and I thought about Valentine's Day, you know, there's lots of loving romantic songs in the hip-hop genre, in the R&B genre. A runner-up today's episode was Pony by Genuine. I know it's not hip-hop, but I do really like ride, getting on someone and riding them as a romantic, beautiful song that people play all the time. And it's really just about hardcore fucking. And I respect the fact that Genuine, one, can spell his name in a way that doesn't really make any sense. Two, that he's made such a great character in Parks and Recreation because the fact that he's Don Meagle's cousin is an amazing, unnecessary reference. It's something that doesn't have any real relevance to the show. But he does such, he actually does a really good job in that show being the little brother that Donna makes fun of. And three, it's another song that's kind of like, oh man, everyone loves it when you play it at the club. Every single person, like, oh my God, it's Pony! And I think it, this song is like that, but it's a very hip-hop version. You know, Valentine's Day, it's a card-carrying holiday. It's the hallmark of hallmark holidays. And it's because, you know, we, we put such a uh, strength on having one woman in your life. And that's... that's What's happening in this video? They're all asking, why are you giving this up? Why are you giving up the pimping? He's like, you guys will be 40, 50, 60 years old, going out to the club pimping. I'll be the one who's happily married and doesn't have to worry and doesn't have to worry about that stuff. And yet, even at his own wedding, his friends are, are yapping at him and be like, yo, man, what are you doing? You're giving it up. You're giving up all the good shit in your life. And the whole verse essentially is, if you watch the video, it's like other people speaking. He's doing all the words and the rapping, but it's other people speaking those parts. And anytime you see pimp, they all just show... Uh, Pimp C wearing the most ridiculous white fur, uh, which I'll get into in a, in a second. But another interesting thing about this was that Pimp C actually didn't like the verse. If you notice, and you'll notice throughout the song, Andre 3000's part sounds a lot different. There's no drums in it. Uh, when he sent the beat to Andre and Andre did his portion of it, uh, Pimp C was like, was pissed. He was like, fuck Andre, man. How the fuck is he going to send my shit back and take my drums out? Fuck that. And Andre was actually about to be cut out of the song, which is interesting because the content of this verse is talking about how great it is to settle down and find your woman in your life. It doesn't fit an international player's anthem at all. An international player's anthem should really, it could just be the rest of it, but 
Thank God he didn't because it provides such great contrast, both in the lyrics, but also in the beat. Because when you get into Pimp C's part, you're like, oh shit, this is where it's bang and this is where it hits. Uh, but Andre 3000, he goes, so he's got that kind of melodious rhythm to him. And it's really, it's really good. Now, does he do the things that we love in hip hop so f- often where he does the third person multiple times in a row? Yep. Calls himself three ta- tracks at least three times in the verse. But, you know, talk. his buddies telling him, we got your back like chiropractic is a classic line. And it's also chiropractic. And then he says tick just because he needed to finish the verse. I always love that. It's He couldn't even fit in a rhyme. He just had to make it so good. And I love, I, you know, I, that's actually one of the things I like saying. I get, I got your back like a chiropractor or Jan Sports or something like that. That stuff is always fun for me. It's something you can throw into actually regular conversation. Um, no one will get it. And no one will understand this reference to a song from 2007. But uh, I sure love it, and it's pretty amazing. Now, while he's doing this, the whole video, and one of the things I really like about this video, it's all filmed in kind of like that grainy home video style. Kind of like, oh, this is this is your wedding day. Look at it. It's, it's so great. Um, you've got all the pimps on one side. You've got all the women on the other side. And T-Pain is the, doing gospel choir in the background. So uh, this is... This is probably towards the beginning of T-Pain's big popularity. I remember seeing him in this video and going, wow, that's a, an interesting take on it. But he is in the full robes. It's a, I mean, it's a big performance. And it's another reason why doing this whole scene must have just been so much fun. You have all these pimps, all these classic faces in the, by the altar, uh, in the aisles. It's, it's an amazing sequence. Definitely recommend checking out the video. All right, let's get into Pimp C's part because this is where it gets hard. This is where it gets into a real rap game. My bitch a choose it, lover, never fuck without a rubber Never in the seats like it on top of the cover Money on the dresser, drive a compressor Top notch hoes get the most, not the lesser Trash like the fuck for $40 in the club Fucking up the game, bitch, it gets no love She be cross country giving all that she got A thousand a pop, I'm pulling billions off the lot I smashed up the gray one, bought me a red Hold up. So, Pimp C, it's so interesting. The song goes from a beautiful ballad about settling down, finding the woman you want. It immediately goes into Pimp C talking about hoes choosing up and picking a new pimp when the old one is slacking off. He's saying that his new bitch has disregarded you as a pimp. You know, I, listen, I learned a lot of pimp vocabulary as I was trying to do this song. He Choosing up is the phrase, which is when hoes... Hoes. I, calling them hoes just seems... Well, you know what? That, that's what it's saying. It's a, the word used in the song. If a hoes chooses up, it goes from one pimp to another. Now, in the pimp game, when a hoes chooses up, they're suppo- you're supposed to respect their decision. Now, obviously, some pimps aren't as... Gen- genuine, to use that colloquially, they aren't as respectful as, but the general principle is that you are supposed to respect it, because if a man starts slipping up, the host should be treated well. That is how that whole game works. And, you know, Pimp C is out here saying, like, fuck Andre 3000. He literally said fuck Andre when he heard Andre's verse, because it had so little to do with the rest of the song. Pimp C goes so much harder the other way, hard left turn, and he's talking about how he just leaves his money on the dresser, this is how he treats his women, Drive a fast car, leave the money out, literally fucking hose on the road. And he even references a time when he fucked up a gray Bentley and just bought himself a red one because he he was leaving the set of one of his music videos 
and his Bentley was struck by fleeing gang members. His his life is so ridiculous, and it's it's an honor. I mean, they made a whole documentary on Complex about Long Live the Pimp, which I recommend you all check out. But it really goes into Pimp C's um is his kind of unreal life, going from prison to a hip hop star. You know, in this song, he really he has such a unique style. You just you listen to the you listen to the way he's bouncing around at it. And then when I say unique style. One of the things I you have to talk about when you talk about unique style is what he wears in these fuck in this fucking video. He is wearing what I would consider may literally be a polar bear, like an entire polar bear. Like he bought a onesie for a polar bear, but it's an actual polar bear. It's an all white coat, furry with the white hat, with a white shirt underneath, with white pants and white shoes. No show socks because this guy doesn't fuck around with white socks. Those are gross. Black socks only or get fun socks. It, you know what? As a regular, as a sock connoisseur, I like Pimp C here. If you're not going to go, if you're going to go all white, I don't need to see your fucking uh, weird white socks. White socks look terrible. Now, you've got obviously the regular wedding shots and all the star wipes. One thing I want to get into, I'm going to get back to Pimp C's stuff. I love the star wipes and the wipes that they do in this thing. You've got the grainy footage and that kind of goes like from the inside of the camera kind of guys. Star out. And you've got another scene and another scene. It's got that old school hilarious wedding video thing to it almost like an america's funniest home video style where they just like clear the camera new shot new shot um and it really makes for a much more fun video like you know people uh now the reason i want to get back to pimpsey's style i know i went on a tangent there on just film things is he's wearing this amazing white coat now surrounding him in this area is don magic one a bunch of other pimps and then just an assortment of big booty bitches. I mean, to use a lack of a better term. This is an unbelievable scene. He's just hanging out here. Everyone, oh, first off, every guy in this video is, is wearing sunglasses the whole fucking time. Except for maybe Andre 3000. But he's just, he's sitting in one of these chairs just at a table rapping. All his friends, which are supposed, I guess they're not supposed to be extras. They're all looking at the camera. For no reason. They, they should be enjoying the wedding, being part of the party. They're all just looking at the camera, not part of the rap. Um, I believe some of the members of 3-6 Mafia in these scenes. And then the one of the best part is, is that <laughs> he's talking about being a pimp, and it's all these other let's-go assorted pimps. You've got Don Magic Wan in a suit that I'm pretty sure is legally is made of legal tender. It's It looks like the color of money, and it may be stitched together dollar bills. It's very impressive. Uh, they've all got their goblets. They've all got their excessive dress. And they're literally throwing money up in the air. No strippers around. There may be one woman in the front. And actually, there is a great scene where they're standing around, and it's all just pimps, some canes, some big chains, this... They're all there. All the women are in the background. There's one white and white girl up in the front. Every other thing is a pimps, and it's all about pimps. And it's amazing that you would make a song about pimping and then not show any pimping to continue the illusion that this is a song about, oh, we're all celebrating. We're celebrating the, the love. This is everyone who would be at a table at a regular wedding. You know, you'd have your pimp table, just like you'd have your family table or the people you hate from high school that you have to invite because you were friends or the people that your mom is friends with that you don't really want there but are forced to invite because she wants to show off to her friends that her kid got married. It's another table. It's just the pimp table. I hope at my wedding one day I have a pimp table. I have a bunch of friends who come dressed in an entire polar bear. One's in a panda reversible with bald eagle coat. Another one comes dressed as a Kodiak. Like, it would just be amazing to have one table like this at a regular wedding. And another reason why I say filming this was so fun, right? 
he's pimp C. This, these are all his friends. He's just hanging out, having a good time. It's all these people in this video. They're just, it's like you went to his house and filmed a regular party. He's just chilling. And you know, pimp C obviously a legend, one member of UGK. Let's hop into the second members of UGK bun B because he's got a great verse in here too, but it's, it, it ain't, it ain't pleasant. The words, the rhymes, they're all very pleasant. It's pleasing to the ear. And one of the reasons why this song is so popular, you know, in the mainstream and really got UGK a lot more notice amongst people who are not familiar with rap and hip hop. But then, uh, you know what? I'm not going to tease. I'm not going to tease anymore. Let's just get back into it. Maybe you've been rolling solo time to get down with the team. The girl is Brina on that other side. If you know what I mean, I'll show you shit you've never seen. The seven wonders of the world. And I can make you the eighth if you want to be my girl. girl. I say my girl, I don't mean my woman. That ain't my style. Need a real street stalker. Stalker. Uh -huh. Walk a green mile. mile. Keep piling up the paper on the dining room table. Cause you able to realize I'm the truth and not a fable. Baby, we rock your Russian sable. Keep that chiller on the rack. What I look like with some thousand dollar shit up on my back. I'm a million dollar Mac. They need a billion dollar bitch. Put my pippin' in your life. Watch your daddy get rich. Easy as ABC. Simple as one, two, three. Get down with you, GK. Pipsy be you with me. Cause what's a hoe with no pimp? And what's a pimp with no hoes? Don't be a lame. You know the game and how it goes. We try to get Hold up. So this, along with Pimp C's verse, the Pimp C's verse essentially before is talking about how he's essentially defeated another pimp in collecting another hoe because of his, the way he treats the world, the way he goes about it. Bun B's verse is in that same vein. He's essentially talking to a prospective prostitute and telling her why she should come join his rotation of uh, professional colleagues, if you will. You know, he's talking about how you can travel or you can see the eighth wonder of the world. But he's very clear. It's uh, when I say I I say my girl, I don't mean my woman. That ain't my style. I need a real street stalker to walk a green mile. He, this song, he's in the video. He's sitting outside of a church as Andre 3000 and his wedding party are celebrating. I'm sorry. It's not outside of a church. The inside looks like a church, but it's actually outside of a community center, just like a regular corner community center, which I think is hilarious because you have this big glamorous wedding party and, you know, pimps and all these people who are flaunting their money, but it's actually filmed inside of a community center. Like you might see like a YMCA inside of, and I think that's hilarious. And it's just such a, it's just such a good touch to, you know, the people who made the video. It, it, to me, that's an amazing thing that you don't really think you won't really think about it because it's not, you know, it, it's not necessarily something that that would come up if you're just listening to this or even watching the video. You may not even notice it. I had to go back and walk through it. So while Andre 3000 is wearing his Rowdy Rowdy Piper uh, kilt and celebrating with all his friends, you have Bunby outside in his Cadillac um, talking to talking to about essentially pimping again. He's talking about how, how great his life is, how he'll bring so much more success to this prospective prostitute's life. And he's just sitting in his car, literally holding a wad of what I assume is $100 bills, but just money. Just And his partner, who's sitting in the seat next to him, I believe it's David Banner, is waving money on him because it's too hot outside in his suit. Now, Bun B obviously came to a wedding in a baseball hat. I get it's flat brim. That's a style I like too, but please don't do that. It's just, it's disrespectful. And, you know, as a pimp, you should know more about that. Now, an interesting thing in this song, I think previously I talked about how 
mink became a big thing in coats and people love wearing a nice mink. Now, we talked previously also about Pimp C's crazy coat. In this song, another interesting animal comes up as far as animals to make coats out of. And we can get our own rankings of that too. But it's a sable. Now, a Russian sable specifically. He even talks about leaving a chinchilla on the rack because it's too cheap for him. Uh, why would you wear a thousand dollars? He's a million dollar man and he needs a billion dollar bitch. He's not wearing this cheap ass stuff. So a sable is a, a marten with a short tail and dark fur native to Japan and Siberia. It's most, it's most valued for its fur. Now, if you're not familiar with a sable, it kind of looks like a adorable ferret, uh, a little bit fuzzier, a little bit, uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but essentially it's, yeah, it, it's like a, it's a ferret mixed with a koala and very fuzzy. Now they're super, they're black or dark brown fur is super valuable as a luxury good. So it's it's pretty crazy that that's what he's saying is the highest level. And I still think it's crazy that these, it's essentially a rodent. Like it's not, I guess it's technically a marten, which is not a rodent. It's a carnivorous mammal, uh, most found in Russia and Siberia. But it looks like a fucking rodent. And that's the animal that makes the most attractive furs, even in this thing. He's talking about he needs a million dollar coat while he goes with something that's a fucking marten, which I think is very strange. Now, he's... He, fortunately, it's not a very extinct animal. It's it's one of the least concerned, and there's a lot of mass production of it outside of things. But it's very interesting that this animal, that's also known for being living in burrows and being incredibly dirty, makes the most valuable fur. I don't know. You know, I keep getting into these long rabbit holes of animals and groups like that, where I think that people want to know about animal history and the omnivorous tendencies of a sable when they're listening to a hip hop podcast. You probably don't. I don't give two shits. I'm going to tell you about what I want to talk about. It's adorable. If, if I could have a maybe one of these sables in my house, I probably would, even though imagine uh, pimps would come over to my house and start trying to poach it while I was at home, and that would just be a whole separate thing. It would be another reason for my car to get shot at. Yes, my car has been shot at. Yes, I lived in Chicago. It's all connected. Listen, that place is not safe. I wouldn't recommend it. Wow, that, that was a weird tangent. All right, we had some fun there. Pimp C, uh, one more comment on... Pimp C and B U N B. Before we go back to, before we go back to Outcast, because the last verse is Big Boy. U G K Bun B and Pimp C are obviously remnants of a previous era of hip hop. The pimpin', the being the most ballerous dude that everyone comes after. They're they're at that level now. There aren't many of those left, right? You have a lot of these mumble rappers. You have a lot of these people who talk about drugs and things like that that really wasn't obviously a lot of alcohol a lot of that kind of stuff in their life but they were all about pimping and bun b still to this day is you know he's still putting out tracks he's still out there he's still being an icon in the hip-hop community but it's really a callback to an older era and you know it's something that i miss uh another song i consider and we'll probably do someday is p-i-m-p by 50 cent snoop dogg and the g units the remix and i think i think now, there's obviously, we've talked about songs getting banned that are, you know, they, they don't look necessarily politely on women, and, and I don't disagree with that. I'm not saying that that's, that hip-hop does that very well, and I'm not saying that this is a great way to ex- exemplify that, but what I do think is, is it's a certain lifestyle that's definitely changed in hip-hop, and you can see how now people are trying to be more, you know, they, they want to, they're more cognizant of it and they don't talk in the same way. And that's why I think this song is so interesting. And it's kind of a, 
uh, crossing on that 2007-2008 year. It, from there, you kind of see uh, an extinction of this type of rap. And I think that's very, very curious. So anyway, I'm going to go back. You know, we're going to do the last verse here with Big Boy. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that before we end for the day. Any many decisions with precision I pick or make my selection on who I choose to be with. Girl, don't touch my protection. I know you won't hit to slip, but slipping is something I don't do. Tipping for life. That's like making it rain every month on schedule. Let me tell you, get your parasol umbrella, cause it's gonna get better. Better prepare you for the sea support. She's supposed to spend it on that baby, but we see she does. As Paul McCartney, the lawyers couldn't stop this. Slaughter, slaughter of them pockets had to tie to a rock. Send her into outer space, I know he wish she could. Cause he paying 20k a day, that bitch is eating good. Like an infant on a double D titty, just getting drunk. Cause you miscalculated the next to the, the last pump. Dump, dump in the gut, raw from the giddy up. Better choose the right one or pick pick the kitties up. So. All right, hold up. So you'll notice the the beat is very similar to Andre 3000's verse, where there's not as much drums, there's not as much high energy. You still got the choir. The oh, wow, I make it. You know, I'm not gonna do that anymore. <laughs> they got the same choir in the background, and it's supposed to kind of sandwich the beat going up and down. You've got Outcast with a lower tempo and. Bun B, Pimp C in the middle with just high energy. But in Big Boy's verse, very different story. You've got his buddy, Andre 3000, getting married. Instead, Big Boy hits you back with talking about choosing the right girl to have sex with without protection, but really with the goal of not having them get pregnant because he doesn't want to play C support. Child support, he calls it C support in the song. Surprising that hasn't caught on. Child support has such a negative connotation. C support. I, you know, when I first read the lyric, I was like, oh, that doesn't... And then I realized what he was talking about. You know, his whole verse is talking about how you end up paying child support. They don't spend it on the baby. They're the one eating good. You're the one who's struggling. You're the one who's suffering as the man. And it's just funny that, like, you have Andre 3000's lovely verse. Then you're talking about switching pimps, recruiting pimps, and avoiding unwanted pregnancy from bitches who may be employed by pimps. <laughs> the whole song is just such a it's so interesting but you you listen to the beat and the tones and the background music and you're like oh wow it sounds so nice it's so fun it's, it's a light song the lyrics hit you hard and if you're not paying attention it goes crazy now as i was playing the music here and between tracks i was dancing along to it i love this kind of stuff and you know big boy this would have been an amazing song for the Super Bowl. I know Big Boy came on and he did uh, I Like the Way You Move with Sleepy Brown and he did the I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on Yeah, listen, he's going to go on tour. It's going to be fun for him. Um, I know that's why they did this whole Super thing. They announced it right afterwards. This would have been an amazing performance. If they had gotten Bun B, Andre 3000, and Outcast, if they just let Outcast do the whole Super Bowl, that would have been effing amazing. But... You know, he talks this whole verse. It's really, I would say, this is probably the least creative verse on that song. Although I will say one comment I want to make, and one of my favorite things about it, is the chopped and screwed thing. Chopped and screwed sound. It's like, I asked Paul McCartney. The lawyers couldn't stop. That whole part. Chopped and screwed was a really interesting thing. I remember there was an, an era, maybe a year or two part of maybe the early 2000s, where people would put out music videos and then for some reason MTV would just take them, make them sound infinitely worse, and then they would repackage the video. And that was so popular. People loved that stuff. And it was just make, doing that voice that I was just doing. And it, they throw it in here talking about Paul McCartney, how his lawyers couldn't stop his ex-wife Heather Mills from taking much of his money, roughly $47 million dollars. Um, when she didn't exactly earn most of that. No offense, she's not a Beatle or in Wings. 
or even making buffalo wings. Like, even then, she could provide something. She was just the wife, and she took it in that divorce. And that's what he's saying. He's saying, you know what, Andre? Not only should you not get married, don't have sex without protection. Find someone you're not going to get pregnant. Don't fuck this up. So I guess you could call it advice. It's kind of like a best man speech for Andre. And I think that's funny that, you know, you have out, you have outcasts, obviously they're, they're, they're brothers. That's, they're not literally brothers, but big boy is giving that same thing here. And what's funny is this is kind of like the after party in the music video. You've got him rapping. He's got pimp C there. Fonsworth Bedley's dancing alongside him. You know, there's some slapping fights. There's people throwing at each other. It's a, it's a crazy wedding party. They ruined the wedding cake. And for some reason, Chameleon Air is just watching the fight, enjoying himself. But it's funny because you have this part of the song where Big Boy's rapping, and he's with Pimp C and Bun B, just standing there kind of bopping left and right. Andre 3000 not to be seen. He is not part of... He comes in for a little bit, but he is not really as part of this where he is just talking about pimping. This is just more pimping, pimping. And as much as Cat Williams would have probably loved to be in this music video, this is... Uh, it's just It's just fun. It's a song that's kind of like... Like I've said multiple times, it's hiding what it's really about, but it's so much fun. It's a good time, and I think that's why people really like this song. And so to the original thing that I was talking about, someone was saying that we should play this at more weddings. If you don't listen to the lyrics, it's fucking fun. If you just play instrumentals, uh, it's a great song, too. This, the beat's awesome. It really it bangs. It bangs for sure. And uh, But don't play the lyrics at your wedding. It's just like if you walk down the aisle to Bittersweet Symphony. The literal name of the song is talking about how bittersweet the music is. Let's pay a little bit more attention. Now, you could ironically say International Players Anthem. Not really the best part of the, part of the song to talk about with uh, your potential significant other. But hey, you know, who is here to judge, right? So on that note, I'm going to head out. I think this is a good episode. A lot of fun here doing International Players Anthem. Again, Please download, please share. I know the numbers are going up, and I do appreciate you guys listening. But uh, I, I think it'd be a lot. I think it'd be great if even more people heard about it. We're having, a, I'm having a good time doing it, and I would love to have more people enjoy. So, again, this is Ross Lipschultz signing off for episode nine of Ross Dentations, and uh, I'll play a little music here to hit the outro. But have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>